Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Over the past few weeks, I thought of a few interesting items to use for sessions or for students or the like, and I'd like to share them with you in this segment that we're God willing going to call Let's Talk Some Odd Items. So we're going to revisit some items in previous podcasts and talk about them again and just give different ideas with them that we thought about, and hopefully it will be beneficial. The first one, which I use all the time, is dominoes. Dominoes for itself is a really good game. It's good for matching, and if it's colors, it's good for them to get the colors together. But they could also use it in a different way. You know, I have a lot of times different students like to use the dominoes just to build them and stack them and to topple them over. So that's nice and it's good. It gets them to use a nice fine motor grasp. It lets them to use the pincer or the tripod grasp, depending how big or small their hands are. But in addition to that, they could also make different objects out of it, depending how old they are. They can make their name out of it. They can make their initials out of it. I've definitely done that before. We've done Mr. T for my name, and we've done whatever the student's name was. For example, Jordan, you can make a J out of it or an O out of it or any different type of letter you want, provided you have enough dominoes. And then you can have them also match the domino tiles to fit in the letter or the number or whatever you're using so that it is a nice way of bringing it home, especially if they have specific goals related to numbers or letters or the like. They could also make different shapes out of it. They can make a circle, they can make a diamond or a hexagon using those dominoes, and they could also make it into more 3D version if they build up and make it into different stories and different levels high. It could also be made into stacking towers, similar to the idea of Jenga, but it has to be a little loosely interpreted because the dominoes are not as thick and as strong as the Jenga itself. So dominoes can be used in different ways, as an odd item, but also as an interesting item itself. Besides for dominoes, though, you could also use tongs. I'm a big fan of tongs. They're, some people call them tongs, some people call them tweezers, but they're plastic ones and they're rubber ones. And it's great to work on those muscles in the fingers, especially to get them to use those fingers, besides for the lower two fingers, especially the thumb, finger, and pointer, and the middle. And there are different games, of course, involved. There's the there's a Let's Feed the Monkey game, Let's Feed the Rabbit game that we've talked about in the game section of this podcast. But the tongs itself could be used for Play-Doh if you make Play-Doh into balls. If you have beads, they could use the tongs. They could really use the tongs for any little piece or even a big piece to move them and sort them and organize them. Lakeshore is a great company, a learning company, and they have many different games involving tongs. There's a fruit sorting game we've talked about. And they also have rubber animal pieces themselves, which are nice, small, and smooth texture that can be used to sort as well with the tongs. There are also the foam stickers I think we've mentioned before. I just used it the other day with the student. We made a whole arrangement out of the stickers, and we made it, and then we were able to write about those stickers too. They come in all shape, shapes, sorts, and sizes, especially from Amazon for those Amazonaholics out there, including myself. They have different colors, of course, different sizes, and different textures also. Some of them can have smooth textures some of them can have ridges and some of them could be glittery depending on what you like there are many themes out there especially if your classroom or if you're at home you want to follow a different theme there are also ones that can stick to the window i saw this recently that you could use some water and stick them up and you can make a whole collage out of them you make a whole garden theme out of them they could write on them also and then they could decorate the door they could decorate the window and it could be a home improvement project, if you will, that the child could feel like they could be a part of. And of course, it involves nice fine motor elements as well. Cotton balls are really great for different items and different projects, especially related to winter. I use it a lot to make snowmen out of. 
but I also use it for like a spring day that they could rip the pieces. Ripping is really good. We're going to talk about ripping itself in another podcast, God willing. But using the cotton balls to make clouds and to make the sky or to make elements such as that is really nice and it adds a sensory component to any arts and craft activity you want to do with a child or a student, especially in the school. So if you're going to make a sky out of, let's say, blue pieces, you cut them and rip them down and paste them down with glue or a glue stick and then you can make grass with the construction paper also by cutting it or ripping it again. And then those cotton balls can give that nice texture and elevated surface and a nice sensory aspect to that picture as well. Cotton balls can also be used, again, with making shapes and making different letters, making different numbers, and it's just a nice, smooth texture. A lot of kids who need the sensory input can use that. You could also dip it into paint. You can dip it into water, and you could color with water. You could color with the paint on a different piece of paper using that cotton ball, and that gives an easier grip a lot of times for the kids as well. And the cotton balls can also be used even if you want to just include it in other things. You could also use it with scissors to cut it into little pieces and the like. Feel free to be creative with it. Dice itself don't only have to be used for games. They could also be used in general. We played a game the other day with my student, uh, a tabletop football game. We had a tabletop podcast also. And he wanted to use the little dice. It really was little cubes in the game. It was a really perfect size to use it. And it had a nice sort of heavy weight to it so that it involved a little more of pushing and pulling using those little finger muscles because if you use a little paper it's not as much feedback you don't feel the weight of the object but if you use a dice for that or you use a little cube for that it not only could be part of a game it could be also part of whatever you want it to be they could also use a dice to practice shapes with the writing if they want to put on the paper and they could trace it as well so that's dice and cubes Besides for that, some other odd items to think about are paper clips. The other day, we, my student and I made a paper clip project. I had some yarn, and I ran out of beads. Beads and yarn are fantastic to make bracelets, to make necklaces, and to make what I call time turners, which is basically a bracelet without putting it on the arm, where you put a knot on one side one on the, and a knot on the other side after putting beads on, and you, and you make it go back and forth, one hand higher than the other, almost as if it's a metronome. And I call it a time turner because I tell the kids it's a way to count time and pass time and to make sounds out of it. And I also brought it to the lunchroom with the kids the other day and they loved that. But the problem was that we ran out of beads. So what we did instead was we put paper clips on the yarn. The student cut the yarn into pieces, one for himself and one for a family member. And we put the paper clips onto the yarn and he had to be careful that the paper clips don't fly off because they're very light and very big compared to the yarn itself. So that was interesting and challenging for him, but he liked it and that was pretty cool. And the paper clips themselves also can be made into many different shapes, textures, pictures, shapes, and letters and numbers as well. You can make a whole word out of it. You can make a whole name out of it if you want the kid to arrange the paper clips as well. You could also have them glued down into different patterns and different uh, sizes and different textures as well. You can make it look like an animal, you can make it look like a dog as a specific animal or a cat or an elephant or a circle or a square, anything you want with the paper clips and it gets them to manipulate those objects using that tripod grasp that we love. I also thought that maybe thumbtacks or bulletin board pegs or pins would be interesting, especially if you have a surface that could receive them, especially if you have like a clipboard or those bulletin boards that you can actually put the thumbtacks on. You can make them into different 
um, pictures. You can make them into different symbols. The thumbtacks can be arranged as an arrow. They can be arranged as a letter or a number. And if it's on the wall, that's really good because that's vertical and that makes the student work in standing position, which is interesting because then gravity is eliminated, especially if you want him to build up the endurance to write well. He doesn't have to sit while doing it. He could stand on do while doing it and it allows him to do whatever you want him to do, whether it be a shape, number, letter, or the like, using these little manipulatives, these little objects, little pieces while standing. Other ideas are Q-tips. Q-tips are very interesting besides for using them in general if you want to build an object or build an item out of it. But you could dip the Q-tip in paint as well and you can make different projects and different pictures using those Q-tips, especially if you have paint, especially if you have water or anything else you want to use it for, the Q-tip itself can be used. This has just been a few ideas with odd items. We might revisit this in the future. Questions, comments, suggestions are welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T.